0: so hi everyone and welcome to architecture in the den and today um, i'm delighted to welcome ming cheng so i met ming on clubhouse which is i think a lockdown um, social media phenomenon <laughs> and we're still um in fact this is the first time i've actually seen you virtually because Most of the time we speak on a Monday morning between eight and nine o'clock in our room, constructive together. And um, we have many conversations, but this is the first time I've actually seen you uh, on video. So um, nice to meet And one day we'll actually uh, meet in real life. So um, I think I just forgot to introduce myself. Uh, so I'm Lisa, <laughs> Lisa Raines, uh, founder of Pride Road Architects, the architectural practice franchise. And I'm going to introduce Ming. So uh, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, thank you very much for inviting me to your podcast. And uh, yes, um, uh, it's kind of strange times that we actually kind of uh, how how we meet each other. And uh, and uh, I enjoy very much um, our kind of um, morning chat, uh, you know, during on a Monday. And uh, but I think there's one thing for sure: you definitely don't want to see me at eight o'clock in the morning, you know, on a Monday, especially after. <laughs> especially after my swim you know that uh, is definitely not 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 for uh, cons- you know human you're, consumption. I would
0: say you're doing very well. It kind of you appear halfway through the conversations because you go for your swim on a Monday morning which is very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, you kind of surpassed me because I'm it's now sort of quarter past four on a Monday, and I've been kind of on the hot seat since 8 a.m. And I've not left my chair and I really do need to get out and go and go for a walk or get some exercise. So well done to you.
1: Same here. Anyway, just to uh, a brief introduction. So uh, my name is Ming Chang. Uh, I'm an architect. Uh, I'm also a charter town planner, also an urban urban designer, uh, been practicing in the UK for about twenty years um, in a private sector. Uh, I um, also, uh, as well as actually teaching in private practice, uh, also, also actually teach. I actually teach at university. I Also teach at uh, UCL um, and London School of Architecture, and also University of Suffolk. I have my own startup practice called Place Profile. Uh, actually, mainly actually looking at cities and. And um, you know, do anything about uh, cities and, and, and buildings. Uh, but as well, you know, as well as that, I also you know will will do architecture, you know, as well. And uh, so, anything from 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 house extension, you know, all the way to designing cities. You know, I I probably kind of do do a bit of both, a bit of both The, the all,
0: macro all to the micro.
1: Indeed, indeed.
0: I like that. Um. So twenty years. So uh, where did you study? How, tell me about your journey.
1: Oh, right. OK. Yeah. Where do I begin?
0: Um, uh, well,
1: originally uh, born in Hong Kong uh, to a to a probably what I'll call, uh, I suppose you can call it kind of like a middle class uh, civil servant parents um, under the colonial rule uh, in Hong Kong you know, before the handover. So both, both my parents actually uh, works for, for the government um my my dad is uh, is kind of like a university lecturer and my mom is actually works as a, uh, in a, in the hospital as a nurse but uh but in that process uh because of the colonial rule there's one of the perks being as, as civil servants that um uh they can send their children to to the uk to study uh so i didn't know at the time but i was actually quite privilege that actually being sent to boarding school you know in, in in this country so um uh so have a have a have a good education and then and then so, subsequent
0: so how old were you went to when you went to boarding school
1: uh, about 14 15
0: um and which one if you don't remember.
1: uh yeah it's a it's a school called st john's in in um in in, in surrey called in a small town called leatherhead near guildford Hmm. Well. Yeah, probably nobody we actually heard of it is. It's, a, it's a quite a small school. Um, you know,
0: because I was talking to um, Roger Wu this morning. From he's over in Hong Kong, um, and I think he's originally from Hong Kong. But then he was telling me how he'd studied in Bath, and I was wondering if there was a you know a similar story there. So. Yeah, so check out. There'll be another podcast going live, architecture in the den with Roger Wu. So he's um, he's an architect over there, and he used to be on the RIBA council for Asia. Asia. So, anyway, right. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. No. I'll look. I'll look
0: many, out for that. Yeah, many look levels look of. Uh, of yeah. you know, So you came over at fourteen. Yep. And and how long were you over for? Did you go back and forwards and holidays and stuff like that, or?
1: Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, I probably normally go back during probably Christmas and obviously during the summer um, and um, and then stay stay here, you know, in, in, in between. Um, so that's quite a quite an interesting journey. Um, as, as I said before, um, didn't realize how privileged I, 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 I am really to actually going to a school like that, um, mm-hmm. I'll probably until later. But uh, yeah. And then and then afterwards, actually started went to university, um, I first studied... Which first, I went to UCL uh, at the Barclay to study planning Yeah. Um, and then and then I actually subsequently after study planning uh, went to Westminster to study urban design
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then actually got a job, actually start working um, and then realise what I really want to do um, much more kind of the design kind of space but uh, I realized I didn't actually have enough knowledge about about buildings and Mm. this is actually what I'm really interested is actually not so much of at that time not so much of actually designing building as such but because of the training or, or because of the study in training in in planning and urban design at the time he, he, they didn't actually really actually get into that kind of detail and I getting quite frustrated about not knowing enough you know about it so after a few years actually working I decided that look I, I just don't know enough about what I'm doing and um, I just see that as almost kind of like a shortcoming so I decided to retrain myself and um, so went to went to actually study part-time uh, while working kind of four days, working four days a week as a day, um, kind of one day a week, uh, studying at London Met to retrain myself as an architect.
0: So and um, when did you qualify?
1: I qualified oh, probably about 2010, 2011, you know, when I get my part three, um, but it, it was just a long, very, very long, very, very long process because I think studying part-time, um, it took about, six years or seven years
0: mm-hmm. the,
1: the actual the actual studying not not the not the whole process you know so uh, because obviously you only study one day a week so it's not quite like the five years that you can actually get through the whole degree I think this is something like six or seven you know altogether I, I lost track you know I, I, I'm just so glad towards the end I, I finished my <laughs> I finished my part two So right okay so I don't have to actually do any more design project
0: quite a journey that really is quite although I mean you know I've I've, someone asked me on social media this morning to kind of like you know what do you do and you know have you stayed in the in the career that you started and, you know, when did you retrain? And, you know, I I was like, yes, I'm an architect. I did seven years um, and, you know, started at 18 and went to UCL and then year out and then second degree and then second year out and pathway anything. You think at the time it takes so long. And then in hindsight, when you're actually in a career that you love doing, it's a gift. I don't know if you find that at all. It is. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it is. I mean, it is. I. I mean, I. I quite enjoyed
1: the process. Um, yeah. I, well, oh, I didn't. Well, I mean, I, I didn't actually enjoy it as much as I, I could have. Uh, let's put it this way. Mm-hmm. Just but that just because. Um, uh, uh, it, it just it kind of you, you. have you have working. You have actual work work, and then you have yeah. actually. Stu- you, you have the studying at the same time, so you, it, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. But, but I think I I, I, you know, I, I get whatever I, I get the most out of under the circumstances you know I study mm-hmm. I managed to actually get my architectural qualifications but then at the same time I, I don't have to study full-time and, and uh, I would have loved to be able to do that but I just couldn't
0: um, so, so there must be something unique about the service that you offer and the skills that you have where you've got the intersection between planning and architecture yeah so what would what would be your your ideal uh project scheme um good
1: question um i think probably what, what will be a good good project will be a i don't know it, it could be let's say working on behalf of well not just I don't, think, I don't think how it's going to work, but uh, it just kind of a scenario that probably working for local authorities while on a regeneration schemes and being commissioned to, first of all, being the, let's say, the master planner. And you're literally looking at you know, this, this substantial piece of land or whatever regeneration that you need to do. And um, you're being retained as a master planner.
0: Mm, and mm. then
1: subsequently, you can actually get involved with probably helping on the client side, Uh, actually to see through the master plan but then at the same time it could be also a role that um, maybe to us actually get involved with designing one or two buildings I think that that will be quite a quite an interesting uh, project to do not not that not that I actually found a project like that you know at the moment because it's always tricky you know to do to do um regenerations and actually doing master plan because it, it just takes so long and there's so many different kind of steps you know along the way circumstances would change economic or political um kind of environment probably will change as a result and um but that that will be that will be the great project to do
0: mm. i mean yeah the, the that would take that's almost a lifetime's work isn't it again from uh, the macro to the micro in in that scenario
1: indeed yeah. I mean I've,
0: I've just um, I've just been training up to new franchisees and so the training involves taking them through my process so um, you know we just we're the opposite we're not as as uh, kind of flexible as you we kind of just I just offer a very simple service it's Uh, sort of architecture for domestic extensions, and I've got an incredibly streamlined process that goes Mm -hmm. from um, sort of client finding, which I know you wanted to ask me about, through to kind of getting clients on board, taking them through to kind of procuring builders and pre-start meetings. And you know the training is uh, sort of ten days over a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so as well as getting manuals and guides and constant support, there's kind of like ten days of kind of hands-on, face-to-face training. And in that process, I'm trying to kind of in in um, sort of uh, instill like the whole process, and you know this is clientele. And and kind of like showing them examples of uh each stage, but you don't have one client going from start to finish in one go. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not going to take a month, you know. So it's it's going to be, you know, this is, you know, this is a prospect meeting. This prospect, so we might do a few prospect meetings, but you know they're not going to see the completion or the procurement yeah. of the services in that time yeah. so it's kind of like you know um one once one one style of meeting to another style of meeting to another style of meeting to another style of meeting you know typical examples where you know we do sort of follow the same process i wonder if there's a way to do that with master planning hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I don't think I don't I can relate and I don't think there's any any, any different you know to that as well but I, I think um, it's I a think long with,
0: process
1: it is still a long process yeah. and um, and sure. I'm sure well I mean yeah. we, we both know even well I don't know how well you, you we can discuss that uh, if we want to actually go into that but but sometimes you know just just like just like probably for domestic client some domestic client they just want to get through planning and then that's that's all they care about um, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't they're not interested in to do into the detailed design or, or whatever right mm-hmm. and then so you have one one sort or or but but and then if you if you if you stretch it along you know let's say let's say to that to to a big master plan is because so many Kind of agents and 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 different people was actually involved political situation actually change and economic situation actually change and and all that so um this is actually really really kind of kind of complicated the whole thing to be able to almost stay in a project and see through it that is mm-hmm. a very very long process and um yeah it, yeah you're quite right it's almost kind of like a lifetime's work you know to just just do if you actually can can actually stay stay on that long yeah. mm.
0: Mm, yeah. So you were going to ask me something?
1: Yeah. I, I was. Well, I mean, I, I was. I was going to. I was just quite curious about. Uh, well, I mean, first of all, you know, kudos to you. That uh, you, you actually have completely come a different, different business model. Actually, having a franchise model, which is, I think, is great. That that is actually very innovative. I mean, I I kind of understand personally. You know, I understand. You, know, you, you when you talk about franchise, you you, you start. Thinking about is well, I mean, first thing you actually come to me. I mean, don't take it personally. It's kind of like the, let's say, the McDonald's. You know, those are kind of franchise. You know that. So yeah, yeah, so I understand that kind of that kind of way. So you you basically you you help whoever franchisees. So you give all the standard as as you describe. You know, the standard training, the procedure, etc., etc. And you have your standard. You probably have all your well. You know, everything is like being taken care of in a bank to the drawing, drawing issue sheets or, or title blocks, you know, that they don't need to worry about it, everything of that because you take care of that. I'm just curious, is, is, is so how does it, because whereas where a, where a McDonald's is slightly different, right? You know, you open a location and then you have clients because you have a very physical thing, you open and people come to you and, mm-hmm. uh, and it's up to the franchisee to do a really good job and, and mm-hmm. actually being consistent about you know, the food or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But how does it work in, in the architectural world though? So when after you give all the training, you know, it yeah. doesn't mean they, they. Do you just say, right, off you go, go and find your own client, and and come back to me if you have a problem, or or, or how does it work?
0: Well, I suppose the McDonald's analogy is is quite a useful one. So you know, um, we know. uh a mcdonald's franchise they you know the the franchise would have researched you know a series of areas that um with a demographic that would support a mcdonald's um you know on a on a main route route or or whatever and and you know that if you put a store there that you're going to get x amount of passing trade we've done a similar exercise so we've um sort of working with franchise consultants split the country into 155 territories and each territory's got 70,000 owner-occupier homes within a 20-minute travel distance. So um, you're talking um, sort of relative, well, not uh, not rural areas, but it stacks up in quite a lot of areas across the UK. I'm looking at my map. Um, you know, it doesn't stack up in central Wales or um, sort of uh, quite a lot of Scotland, but it does around kind of Glasgow, Edinburgh, Dundee. Um, uh, you know there's some places that are more remote that you can't quite get to so that wouldn't stack up but you know it does stack up in 155 other places and um, and so what we do we know that we've got that many kind of householders looking to do work um, we um, we do a lot of sort of promotion through HQ so sort of my team do a lot of work on Google so Google's your kind of your your main kind of source of of uh, client inquiries and so you know it um it doesn't take long uh to kind of start getting to the front page of our you know architects um North Cheshire or Warwickshire or or whatever so So the idea is, is, you know, that's one of our lead generators, is a client coming on going architect. Warrington or, or whatever, and then if mm. and then we work with with the franchisee to build up that kind of head of steam on Google, be it search engine optimization or Google AdWords or a social media campaign or content. So we work really hard with the franchisee to make sure that you know we start coming up on that first first page of Google. Mm. So and then what we do is just capture those clients. So you've got, you know, you've got 70,000 owner occupier homes, you know, looking for architects. (laughs) I can see you Googling now, aren't you?
1: no 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 just something pop up I just need to make it go away you know I, 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 I'm not I, believe me I, don't know what, I, don't know what I, I would there. yeah I, I will do that in a minute yeah.
0: <laughs> um yeah so you know that's what you're buying into it's kind of that brand and that brand equity that we've spent a long time going into so you know instead of just one person sort of going out on their own going you know I'm an architect I'm working in Kensington or mill hill or whatever um you know you've got you've got this big power behind you um yeah so a client would have a look around land on the website and just get drawn into to -hmm. to, um the the, you know booking appointment with the franchisee so i know you asked who's the responsibility to find clients well it's um if you buy a franchise, it's uh, it's your own business. So if you were to set up, you know, under the Pride Road banner, you'd be, so Pride Road, Mill Hill or North London. I don't know. So like, it's so a we've got about. 15 territories, 15 to 20 territories in London. So, you know, it would be a specific kind of series of postcodes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'd put in sort of like a fair amount of money and effort, but also we'd expect you to, because it's your business at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you'll want to generate the most amount of leads and the most amount of inquiries. So, you know, we'll tell you, we'll be kind of prescriptive about what we want you to do. Mm. and then you'll do it so
1: most thanks Most thanks great thanks um, well it sounds like um there's a fair amount of support in terms of actually get getting getting the head start and then obviously it's up to the individual to um put putting the put the work in
0: yeah, and- i mean so um pride road south warwickshire we kind of launched on google literally 2 weeks ago and we were doing a search last week, and typed in "architect South Warwickshire," and we came up on the first page of Google, which is just kind of outstanding, really.
1: Great, fantastic. Yeah.
0: So I don't know whether if you do that today, that would still work, <laughs> <laughs> or what. But you know, that's the that is the power. Um, I mean, because I well, I I set up. Um, I set up my own business 10 years ago. So just after the, I set up Rains Architecture 10 years ago, just after the um, uh, financial crash, because I couldn't find any work. And it was kind of like the launch of Web 2.0, the launch of social media. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of just built my own website, used a a WYSIWYG, you know, kind of, um, what you see is what you get thing and really quickly built a really deep website and i was on the first page of google for manchester architect for a while and the big guys in manchester were like what (laughs) what's she doing (laughs) and it's just that that know-how and kind of like that collateral's just kind of moved across into into where we are now
1: yeah well, good, well, good on you,
0: and uh,
1: and, and I, I, I just, I'm just fascinated that um, you you kind of go into a slightly kind of different space in, in terms of rather than just being a very traditional architecture, you know, traditional architect, just say I'm just doing architects, and and I'm just going, you know, you, you actually move into a a slightly different space and just say, you know what, uh, I'm actually very good at actually doing this and then i'm actually going to set up you know this mm. kind of business rather than just being i am I, I just want to do i just want to draw buildings you yeah, know that that's yeah. quite a, i think quite a lot of architects they are kind of quite stuck on and to say i just want to design and i don't want to get involved you know i don't want to even want to think about finding clients you know or, or do whatever you know just just give me a drawing and then I'll do it and and, well, that, and that, it.
0: yeah that's it for the for our franchisees it lets them concentrate on doing the drawings in the building and mm. the, you know which is which is brilliant and I mean it, we're completely the opposite ends of the spectrum aren't we because we' I've gone right let's go I'm really niche and you've gone I'm macro and I'm micro I think that's <laughs>
1: yeah 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 i i i I'll agree but, uh, but but at the same time i think because i what i'm looking at is is so big but i then i'm also being quite specific you know as well in terms of um in terms of what i what actually my kind of well it's a startup you know that, that i have at the moment only set up well, we, we the conversation that that we have about this kind of service, or, or the thing that we're interested in, we've been talking about it for many many years. Is myself, uh, Steve Smith, which is a, actually a colleague of mine, and also another colleague, uh, it's called Laura Argentieri, um, is the three of us. But mainly, is actually conversations. It was mainly is actually the three of us actually talked about it, but it actually started with with. Um, Actually, the conversation actually started more than ten years ago. You know, when we're during the financial crash, crisis, <laughs> financial crash, because I was working with Steve, and uh, we almost sort of go, "Well, well, we are a bit screwed, aren't we?" You know, being an architect. So, what are we going to do? And um, um, I mean, we we are very interested in in cities and actually making mm-hmm. places. And but at the same time, um, what what I what we're actually seeing is what we still we still is is you know architects we are very very good at describing things in in kind of imagery and Mm. and and we and then we build a a, um you know beautiful words you know writing around it and to say this will be have the amazing quality because i'm the architects you know that uh, i know you know it's it's a kind of of a lot of opinion based design whereas what we are what we're talking about is we, we're not very good at and in some way that is actually reflected in, in our industry as well. We're not very good at research.
0: Mm.
1: We we're not very good at measuring things. And that's what actually what I'm actually interested in. So, you know, my 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 specialty is all about how when when we say, well, we want to we want more public space, and then I, I sort of ask the question, say, Well, how much how much public space? You know, that, that sort of thing. So you are looking in the slightly different angle you know so anyway so that's that's kind of so in in a way I'm what I'm trying to say is even though we are you you are actually looking in a very very kind of very small scale but you are being quite niche and I'm actually looking into a very very big scale but at the same time I'm I try to be quite niche in terms of what I'm offering you know as well but um, mm-hmm. yeah anyway but uh, I'm, I'm just sort of at least 10 years behind you in terms of, uh, in terms of the journey. But uh, yeah, but, uh, look looking forward to uh, what they what will see, see what will what will come out of it.
0: Mm. We're well, happy to support you in any way.
1: Of course, <laughs> thank you.
0: Well, I mean, um, so I'm just looking at the time. It's kind of, we'd, I suppose we better start wrapping up the conversation. Um, I wonder if we should just circle back to uh, Clubhouse and just um just a really it's a really interesting space, uh aud- audio space, we should hmm. probably say, in um in terms of you know, kind of networking, because I know a lot of um sort of students and architects, you know, sort of do struggle um around networking. Um I mean um here's one for you so um are you how are you getting on with with kind of looking out for clients and referral partners on it um i have
1: been active in clubhouse yes but uh, i think i think at the be- you're, you're absolutely right at the beginning it is actually very very active in terms of people are actually logging on and actually being quite active about about this well, I think I just noticed, and I did actually manage to make uh, well, actually make, make uh, a few um, kind of potential leads. Not all of them are, are actually have anything. But I think what I learned in terms of networking is you don't necessarily actually just convert every single contact that you make. Is you, okay. you will actually find a job, you know, or, or you'll <laughs> be able to work together. Is is about and, and it's about relationship isn't it that um, even even that conversation that we have now i mean who knows that um it, it could be something down the line I, I i'll need to ring you up and say lisa i i just i i need your help or whatever right so you yes. you, you don't or, build
0: or, or vice versa if someone's listening in who wants to have a look at your website maybe that's a good time to promote you what, yeah. what, what don't
1: you? Want to... yeah sure uh well my my uh, uh as i said you know i have a I have um, a startup. Uh, it's called Place Profile, and the website is www.placeprofile.co.co. Uh, so nice and easy to nice and easy to to remember.
0: Okay, cool. Well, yeah. maybe maybe if you put it in your blog, we can pop it in the description. So if anyone wants sure. to check it out,
1: sure, of course. And uh, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. Please do. And uh, and, uh, and and and. Uh, well, I think I think what is quite interesting is actually doing even doing podcasts. You know, like that is um, when you actually look at a website or when you actually. And that's a, that's the thing I find Clubhouse is actually really really effective. Uh, um, better than Twitter and better than let's say Instagram is pre- because it's audio based mm. because on let's say on Instagram or even on, on, on Twitter, I find it quite often what you write in Twitter is very, very different. Pe- people read, you know, read on text, mm-hmm. how, they, how they actually, what, their interpretation of what you write is yes. very, very different to, maybe completely different to what your original intention is when you actually write it
0: on mm-hmm. Twitter.
1: But whereas in audio? Is a very very different thing because, Mm -hmm. um, it first of all it cuts out the video bit, so you you don't you all apart from a profile picture, Mm -hmm. you don't have this slightly uh, visual bias that we all have, whether we like it or not, we we kind of have that, and because you have is voice only, so you you can only you can only take on what that person what what he or she actually said and and that I, I think I find it fascinating and also it also cut through some of those you think that person that uh, oh you know this person I mean I, I don't know you know it could be oh Ming, Ming is actually an architect uh, urban designer with all the experience and then he also teach you know he he must be I can't possibly talk to him or or oh, I can't possibly talk to Lisa, you know, because she has this extremely successful business, you know, why would she actually want to talk to me? You know, but it's is exactly the same thing that people have this kind of perception, right? Yeah. But whereas when you actually listen to, when you actually listen to in Clubhouse, you suddenly think, oh, you know, uh, um, but, Ming is just this guy who, who, go, who, who is this mad person who goes go swimming three times a week, you know, first thing in the morning. <laughs> And, and then he's often you know whatever he he's actually not as scary as i think <laughs> um, maybe i should actually get connect with him and, yeah. and actually ask that question that i always actually want to ask absolutely you, yeah that, that's how, how, how i take it you know, so. <laughs>
0: yeah however since meeting you on clubhouse i've been sort of following you well we connected on facebook and i love your photos well
1: thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: so just um what what cameras do you use
1: uh well i'm a, I'm a kind of quite a, quite a keen photographer so i, okay. I wouldn't say you know I'm, I'm i'm sort of amazing photographs um yeah i mean that's one thing that um i kind of use that to kind of use that as part of the during the pandemic that um sometimes i could just either just cycle you know around and just take my camera with me and then just go and mm-hmm. take a photograph because you can do this you can do it social distantly. You don't need to do, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to actually talk to people.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's quite a an internal process as well. Yeah. I have a, um, I have a full frame Sony camera and then just a, a, a lens. But and then I I I, I did actually take have, have a tripod, you know, with me. And it's oh, do. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, um, um I, I I do actually sometimes actually just go out in the evening, you know, whatever, and just say right, okay, I really just want to take that shot that you. You have that conversation in mind and then and then you go and take that photograph and, and,
0: so, and yeah so if anyone was listening and wanted to see these um are they do you put them on your instagram
1: yes it's actually on my instagram account so uh my my instagram and well all my instagram and my twitter uh handle is exactly the same it's, uh, architect architectming or one word so please have a look at, you know, look look at my Instagram account and uh, and follow, give me a follow and, um,
0: Brilliant. and talk to
1: me as well. Yes. Um,
0: so I'm going to wrap up the conversation. Um, so when I um, when I stop the record, you can stay on the line. <laughs> from there. Um, but um, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. No, thank really, you very much. Really good to have you. and Really good to sort of meet you, I would not even in real life, but meet you virtually. So see you. Um, so great to see you. Um, if you've enjoyed listening to this, um, please do sort of subscribe to uh, Architecture from the Den. We're available on YouTube and Spotify. And if you want to come on as a guest, please get in contact with me um, at Lisa Rains. You can find me on the franchise website uh, that is prideroadfranchise.co.uk or you can email me lisa at prideroad.co.uk. So thanks very much, Ming, and I will see you on uh, Monday morning, Constructive Together on Clubhouse, 8am to 9am. Okay, so
1: thank you very much.